What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Compile Swift podcast. I am your host, Peter Whittem. You can find this podcast at compileswift.com. This episode is going to be all about a couple of lessons learned from a live stream at the weekend when I was trying to create some Swift UI stuff. So we're going to dive into this. So what am I talking about here? Well, I had a design that I had been working on in Sketch, which is one of my favorite all-time UI prototyping layouts design screen apps. And the problem that I always have with Sketch is there's no really great way to be able to say, fantastic, export this to a Swift UI view for me, please. On the stream, I dived into a couple of things that I found in GitHub and from some searches, a couple of tools you install via NPM and all those kind of things from the command line, tried all those, fouled miserably, couldn't even get them to work and all sorts of library conflicts and all that kind of stuff. So that's a separate conversation for another day on that topic. But the short version here is, in the end, you know what? It's taken me longer to try and get this automated conversion thing to work than it would to actually just do the conversion. So switched up gears on the stream and said, okay, you know what? Popped open Xcode and sort of had the design in Sketch next to Xcode and said, all right, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to build this out in, in Xcode. So already had the basic controls on the screen that looked nothing like the design and said, all right, so we started applying modifiers and kudos to the chat room. The chat room, the folks that come to the chat room on the Compile Swift live stream, love you guys and girls. You're just fantastic. It's so nice and so helpful and fun too. It always... When things go wrong, we have fun with it. Just wanted to add that in there as a side note, so thank you. Time for a break. Time for a break. Hey everybody, it's Peter Whittem here from the Compulsory Podcast. I'm going to tell you about SetApp. SetApp is a service that provides a subscription fee of just $10 a month, and you get access to over 200 Mac applications, and it's also available now on iOS as part of that deal. I use the service because it just has a ton of really good first-rate apps that I use all the time. And for me, it's invaluable as a developer to have access to tools for things like APIs, for planning projects, uh, writing emails, writing documentation. And you can get all of these things, including database apps, all of that kind of stuff, right there on the SetApp service for just $10 a month. You can use as many or as few applications as you need. If you're interested in checking this out, go to peterwidham.com, P-E-T-E-R-W-I-T-H-A-M.com forward slash set app, S-E-T-A-P-P. And you can see the details there. And it's got a link that you can go over and start using the service and see how it works out for you. I strongly recommend this to every Mac user. Break time over. Break time over. But we started working through applying modifiers, trying to figure out how to get the controls in Swift UI to look like the design that I had. And at the end of the day, we got there. Not completely. It's about, it was about 90%, I would say, by the end of the stream. So that was about an hour, an hour and a half. Really not bad going at all. And the lesson learned here really was that sometimes it's better to just dive into creating it from scratch using an image as a template or a design as a template rather than trying to export that across. I live and hope that one day tools like Sketch will have a plugin or a built-in system that will let you automatically 
ease the process. Even if you don't get me 100%, I'm not saying I don't want any pain and just make it simple. I'm saying if you can get me 70, 80% of the way there and I finish it off, tweak up the code, whatever, in Xcode, fantastic. That is, that, that'd be brilliant. Thank you very much, right? But until then, never underestimate just sitting down and doing it by hand. It might take longer, yes, but in the long run, you're going to firstly, you're going to learn more about SwiftUI and how to use modifiers and the the stack in which you put those modifiers on for the display order, those kind of things. And you are going to learn more about using Xcode. You're going to learn more about your designs and how you implement those in apps. These are all good things, folks, right? So sometimes it might take a little longer, but the payoff is is more than the result, right? It's not just the app. It's all the extra things that you accumulate, the knowledge and everything else along the way. So that's really my advice here is sometimes trying to automate something, not going to pay off for you. Now, you know, there's certainly discussion and questions there and things we can get into. But I'm just saying for this time around, this is how it worked out. By the end of the stream, we had got, like I say, 80, 90 percent of the way there. A couple of things to finish off, but it it looks more like sort of that Mac 2.0 application as opposed to a, you know, Mac 1.0 kind of application, which was made me really happy because it also told me, hey, you know what? Swift UI may not be that great out of the box when it comes to the looks of things, but if you push on it pretty hard, you may get what you're looking for because I wasn't even sure... I'd be able to achieve the design I wanted in SwiftUI at this stage. So that was another great question answered. From a content standpoint, a, a creator, a maker, it also provided an entertaining stream for folks and a reference point for other people who want to do this or say, how do I do something like this? So if you are interested, you can catch the stream while it still exists. It is on, You can go to twitch.tv forward slash compile Swift. But that's going to give you, you know, something to to look at and watch and to learn from. My recommendation would be you don't have to watch the whole stream. If you skip ahead to about halfway through, you're going to see us starting to build out the screens using the Swift UI after all the failed attempts at using these other tools. So that's really it in this episode. It's a bit of a short one, but it's lessons learned that I wanted to put out there and share and, and make people aware that you know, automation is not necessarily always going to work for you and it's not necessarily always the answer. I would love to hear your thoughts on this or if you have any tips about how you do your conversions from, say, prototype designs into an actual application inside Xcode, I would love to hear about them. If you want to come on the show and talk about it, that would be fantastic too. Maybe you have a tool that can do this. Again, I would love for you to come on the show and we will share, we'll do an interview, we'll share the knowledge with folks because that's what it's all about. And that's really the goal of Compile Swift and what this show is all about as well, is to, to find the knowledge, get it out there for other folks who may not have seen it. With that, Reach out to me on the social networks everywhere else, Compile Swift, you know, compileswift.com. And I just want to take a moment very briefly here to say thank you again to everybody who comes to watch the stream on twitch.tv forward slash Compile Swift. Uh, it's also on YouTube as well. On Facebook, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Compile SW, where it appears now as well. But I really want to thank you all. It is such a joy. I look forward to my streams on a Sunday evening when I know I'm going to sit down, I'm going to have some fun with the audience in the chat rooms and 
we're just going to have fun playing with Swift and those kind of app development tools. And I just really enjoy it. And that's all credit to all of you. You're what makes it worthwhile and makes it fun. Thank you, everybody. I hope your week is going great. I will see you in the next episode.